Welcome to the Relentlessly Love Podcast. It's me, Amanda. Here I'm going to share my stories with you, share tips and tricks on things I've learned along the way, and I'm going to ask you some simple questions. The goal here is to help you fall relentlessly in love with yourself. been about seven months since I recorded and I'm feeling super antsy, ready to get back in front of this and, you know, be of service. I know that the way I speak, the way that I articulate things, the way that I'm pretty raw is very beneficial to the people that need me. So, I'm feeling super drawn to start recording again, uploading to YouTube and doing things a little bit more in front of the camera so that people can get a better feel for me instead of one-on-one, just maybe texting conversations with other people. I've noticed that there's a trend in the things that I'm talking to people about and The majority of this podcast is going to be something that's been on my heart, and especially this episode in particular, (laughs) I have said it and had probably a half a dozen different conversations with different people, and it all comes back to your cell phone and work stress. So we are going to dive in to both of those things and how to literally like let it go. And I'm going to be slightly mm, Amanda-ish. I don't want to say vulgar, but there will be a moment where please make sure your children are not listening to me. And y'all know that's just how it should be anyway. (laughs) Here we go. I love you. And let's get started. So recently I saw a post that my dad commented on, on LinkedIn, and it was Sean from my LinkedIn. He was talking about how he's like a a dick to his phone. And my dad said, you know, Amanda has some really great tips on how to like leave your phone and let it be. And then this last week I've had an assistant who was really struggling with leaving work at work. And I have a mentor at work now, that's a district manager. And I was able to articulate to her, you know, me being able to clock out, I literally am able to clock out and leave work at work. And it is not something that one, I grew up with, two, that my boss partakes in, It is not something that most people are able to just clock out and leave work at work. So I feel like I can add some value here and help you kind of uh, edit your time with your phone. Um, A lot of my phone time, I started editing it during 75 hard. 
So when I spent a year doing that, I really was able to kind of peel away from my phone and it's continued. Um, here we are two years later. So when you think about your phone and my, my child, sweet Kelson boy, some days he could care less if I'm on my phone. But then there are other days where he's like, seriously, mom, I need you to get off of your phone. And he will tell me. He will tell me when he needs me to be very present with him and away from my phone. So on those days, I, some days I struggle with it. One time recently, um, I was car shopping and I was like trying to get him to, you know, partake in my car shopping and he was not having it. So, you know, having to put my phone away when I'm like in the depths of trying to find a beautiful car and like, I'm so excited about it, but he needed me to be present. So I literally had to put my phone in the kitchen. And we were in the living room and knowing that he feels so comfortable telling me he needs me to be present with him is so nice. And I love that he and I have that kind of relationship where he can tell me what he needs. And it's not like he does it often, but when he does it, I know it's because he needs it. So um, when they ask you, I've had several clients lately that um, their spouse have been on their phone. I also dealt with this during my marriage as well, where the spouse is constantly on their phone doing literally nothing, like say scrolling on Facebook or Instagram, like watching random YouTube videos. And the, the spouse that's like, hello, could you please get off your phone? You know, the phone spouse is like, well, I'm not doing anything. The other part of it is when your spouse doesn't respect your time when you guys are together and you and they're always on their phone. Say it's date night or it's dinner time or we're cuddling on the couch time, right? And they're already, they're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. They're not doing anything. And then all of a sudden they get a call or a text message or a request to do something else other than what they're doing in that moment and they bail right? Because they are this, these phones, right? They are instant access to anybody, instant access to anybody. And people take advantage of that. They, they truly do. I think now, do I think they do it intentionally? I'm not so sure about that, but you know, you can get a hold of anybody at any time, but you don't have to wait. So it's up to you and it's your job to put in those filters and those precautionaries to ensure that your time with your family is uninterrupted. It doesn't matter who's calling you, work, church, family, mom, grandma, grandpa, the neighbor, like it doesn't matter who's calling you when you're spending time with your family. It doesn't matter. So when you put in those precautions, so like I said, putting your phone in another room, putting it on silent or do not disturb, my phone is linked to my Alexa's. So if my phone is on do not disturb, I won't get anything. But if I get a phone call, which most of the time, if it's a phone call, it's important, I will hear it on my whole house starts ringing. The Alexa starts screaming, right? So when you're on your phone and your spouse or your family is asking you to be present, making sure you do those little things to stay present, is really important. 
So does it have to be all night off? You know, you get home at five and you go to bed at 10. Like do you have, does it have to be dramatic towards all five hours when you're at home? Not necessarily. If you choose it to be that way, that's perfect. But you know, maybe it's during dinner. There's absolutely no cell phones during dinner or between seven and eight 30 every night. We don't touch our phones. You know, having those very specific boundaries with what you allow with your phone is so crucial. The other part of this is work. Most of us have phones for work or work can access us at any time, right? For me, I am an hourly um, employee. I'm not on salary or anything like that. So I can talk to you a little bit about that, um, where it is going, I can already hear the, but Amanda's I'm salary coming. I can already hear you guys rebutting me on this and I don't really give a fuck. It, it doesn't matter what kind of employee you are. You could also be an employee. You could be an employer. You could run your own business, right? It doesn't matter. However you make money. Um, I have a feeling it's tied to your phone in some sort, right? Or your stress levels and it in your mind. So when you can't clock out of your work, why? If you are watching this YouTube video, you will see my eyes blinking 90 million miles an hour because I'm asking you this question. If you cannot clock out of work and be done with work, why? Do you think that the store is going to burn down? Do you think you're going to miss a deal? Do you think you're going to have to save somebody? Save somebody meaning you have to rescue them, answer a question, whatever the case may be. Um, is there ever really anything that is so urgent that you cannot clock out and not think about work when you're not there? I do not think so. I don't think that that is the case at all. When you bring home stress from work or your job, or you know, say you say you run your business from your office at home, if you bring this energy from your office into the living room, you bring it from your office or the store or wherever you work, you're bringing it in the car and you're driving it home with you, and you come in, you set your keys down, and you still have your luggage of work stress with you, and you plop it on the kitchen counter. And then you take it to the couch. Then you take it upstairs to the bedroom. You take it up into the laundry room. You take it to the dinner table. You're literally carrying this briefcase of work stress. How is that serving you? Again, I'm blinking because I can almost guarantee you it doesn't. You bringing home work stress does not serve you at all. It does not. You scrolling on Facebook and numbing yourself or answering political posts on Facebook or getting into someone's 
Instagram stories and reply to all of their this or that, you know, vote things. Um, or you're texting back and forth with a friend just to bullshit. Or you're watching YouTube videos just to numb yourself. Uh, another thing, what if you come home and you're drinking a beer after work because you're so stressed? Or you come home to a glass of wine every night because you need to take your luggage and, and make it not so heavy so we're going to numb ourselves. I'm going to ask you again, how is that serving you? I'm going to guarantee that it's not. And if you try to tell me that it is because, you know, well, I need to get better or I need to make this deal or this deal is going to go away. Whatever the fucking excuse you think you have, I will have a rebuttal to it every single time. The deal, they already decided. They're going to do the deal with you. Call them back in the morning. Call them back. They, they've already decided they're not going to change their mind. And if they change their mind, it wasn't for the best of you. It wasn't for the best of anybody involved. So wash your hands of it. It's fucking fine. Something better is coming. You're not going to get this day back with your family. And you carrying around that luggage of work stress or numbing yourself on your phone to perfectly good strangers on the internet. How's that serving you? I will ask you again. You don't get this day back. You don't get that dinner back with your babies. You don't get reading time back with your babies. You don't get cuddle time back with your spouse. Creating these intimate moments with your family. Say you don't have a family at home. What if it's your dogs? What if it's your fucking dogs? And you are neglecting them by scrolling on your phone. They need to go for a walk. They want to go for a walk. They want to spend time with you. They want to go on couch with you. And you're fucking ignoring them. Right? Same thing. So my very bold, raw question to you is, especially if you're married, especially if you're married. The people on your phone that are buying for your attention, when whatever that might be, maybe it's emails for advertisements, maybe it's YouTube, whatever the case may be, are those things gonna suck your dick at night? Are those things gonna touch your boobs at night? Are those things going to create a beautiful relationship with your spouse if your head is in your phone? If your head is in the briefcase that you brought home from work? Switching gears. Are those things worth taking time away from your children? Is Karen on Facebook worth taking time away from your baby? 
is the Karen you had at work or the deal that fell through or the argument you had with your boss that you brought home with you? How is that helping your relationship with your child? I'm going to guarantee it's not. That's my question to you. When you bring work home, when you numb yourself with social media or whatever you numb yourself with, is it worth it? I'm going to guess the majority of you are going to say, no, it's not worth it. I would rather my wife suck my dick than me get into an argument with a Carl on Facebook about some political stupid fucking post, right? Pretty sure your wife's not going to want to suck your dick if you're being a dick to someone on the internet and not paying attention to her. Just saying. So I have a few things that I wrote here to, you know, some questions and some tactical, very raw questions for you to ask yourself when you're on your phone. One of the biggest things that I learned doing 75 hard was when I wanted to numb myself or I wanted to be distracted, right? I would catch myself in that moment. And then I would be like, oh, wait. And then I would ask myself, you know, is this bringing any value to my, to my life right now? Is this of service? Is this helping me right now? Is scrolling through Facebook and looking at all these memes, like, is that helpful? Most of the time, the answer was no. Most of the time it was no. If I was on Instagram and I found myself lost in the 9 million stories that I had, I would be like, wait a second. I just lost 20 minutes worth of time did I even gain any knowledge or did that help me in any kind of way? Most of the time the answer was no. So ask yourself that question, you know, is this bringing value to me? Another thing to do, especially on social media and with your email, so your inbox, okay? Personal, I would say personal inboxes. So unfollow all the people that you're following that do not make you feel good. Unfollow all of them. And if it's a family member and you don't want to completely unfollow them, put them on mute. Go through and when you do spend time on social media, then the time you're spending, you're going to be having, you know, moments where you're learning something. You're gaining knowledge. You're taking a, a minute to have a quick meditation. I have people on my IG where they literally do a reel for 59 seconds and they like use this, this little incense stick and they literally make me stop and breathe. I close my eyes and breathe. That's the shit I want on my social media. That's the kind of stuff that I want on my social media because that makes me feel good. That makes me stop what I'm doing and come back into my body. Those are the people that I follow. I follow people that are business owners and they share their fucking businesses and their tactical knowledge with me. Jasmine Starr is one of my favorite media people ever. She is a genius when it comes to media marketing. 
fucking genius. I learned a lot from her. If people are making you feel bad or guilty, or they're not bringing you value, or they're not asking you questions in their captions that are helpful to you, unfollow them. Don't, don't put them in your world. They don't need to be there. They don't have to be there. Okay. So when you get on social media, you know, you're going to get something of value when you're there. You know, you are, you know, you are. Okay. Now, another thing, um, when it comes to work, telling you, my company does not pay me to stress at home. They do not. When I clock out, I stop getting paid. That's when I stop caring, right? I have to. Does that mean I don't love my job? No, it does not mean that. Does it mean that I don't care? No, it does not mean that. If there's literally an emergency, they're going to call me, right? They're not going to text me. They're going to call me. They know better, okay? When your boss has to get a hold of you at all hours, no, he does not. No, he does not. No, ma'am. <laughs> Unless you're paying me to work on the clock all the time, you don't get access to me. You do not. You do not. I clock out and I leave work at work. Literally, what I will do, this is the trick that I taught my assistant and I will continue to teach anybody I need to. But when I take my key off of my wrist or my elbow, I wear it on my elbow. When I take my key off of my elbow and I put it into my purse, mentally to me, I'm taking my work hat off and I'm done with it. I'm clocking out. I'm good. I know I've done everything I could that day to take care of what I need to take care of. I'm done. Sorry, I, done, I did what I could. I'm getting paid hourly. It's my time to go. I may not have overtime, so I can take my key off, put it in my bag, clock out. Okay. Now, is my job stressful? Maybe it's time on the day, but I don't put a lot of weight to what I do. I sell $5 baby onesies. Like it's, it's not that big of a deal, right? It, it's not. <laughs> Maybe you sell something that has a higher ticket, right? Is it that big of a deal? Like is the whole world gonna crash down if one small piece of the day wasn't quite perfect? Um, no, the answer is no. I can guarantee you, it is no. Why bring it home? Don't bring it home and put it into the bed with your wife. Don't do it. If you have a shitty day, have a shitty day at work. Leave it at work. Take the drive home, jam out to some music, do whatever you got to do to let it go. Drive really fast on the freeway, safely, obviously. Do whatever you got to do. If you got to come home and tell your wife, hey, I need another, an extra minute, I'm going to go take a walk or I'm going to switch cars and I'm going to take the fast car and I'm going to drive up Canyon. I'll be back. I need to decompress. Do it. But then when you come back, if you're still not in that space, tell her and try your hardest to be present. Try your hardest. I can guarantee you she wants to love on you so deeply, so deeply, as well as your babies, right? I can guarantee you the shit you deal with at work is not worth a divorce. It's not. It is not worth your children growing up not having you. It's not. 
the relationship I've had to rebuild with my father, because I didn't really have one, because he literally worked six days a week from 7 a.m. till 10 p.m., six days a week. I didn't have a relationship with my father outside of him working. I will ask you over and over and over again, is work or your phone more important than your family or the time you have today on this earth? So the next time you pick up your phone, I want you to ask yourself, is this bringing me value right now? And I want you to ask yourself that every single time you pick up your phone or when you stress about work, when you're not working. I promise you, I didn't call this, this company, this brand, this lifestyle that I live relentlessly love for no fucking reason. You're going to have to do it over and over and over and over relentlessly over and over and over until you break the habit. It is what we have been grown up to see. It is what we have been wired to do. So you're going to have to do it over and over and over again, but I can guarantee you, you won't be served with divorce papers because you were on your phone. Hey friend, thanks again for listening in to this episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Manda Stores, S-T-O-R-R-S. And definitely make sure you check out my website, relentlessly.love. Right there, you'll have all of my blogs, bracelets, Reiki, and any coaching that I offer. I am so thankful for you, and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. I love you.